few of you here today. I can't say I'm surprised, really. I'll be forwarding a vid recording of this to everyone who had registered for it. There was a number of people who said they'd be interested. But, of course, the holiday celebrations, growing in magnitude every year, provide much distraction this time of year. I haven't quite given in to them myself, but after this project, I think I might. So, once more, an introduction that I had been sadly lacking in most of the other um, preceding lessons. I am John Christopher Kringle, a paleotechnologist and archaeo-literature explorer. Those are my chosen subjects to, to dive into most of the time. They have been of much more practical import. This year, tackling the interpretation on the anniversary of this new uh, returned celebration, I suppose, of Christmas, tackling the interpretation of the 12 days of Christmas, a Christmas carol. Carol itself is an interesting word. But uh, I don't want to be too distracted by us, by all of this. And, of course, we've passed through all 12 of the stanzas of the song. And, moreover, we've found along the way different interpretations of what these things can be. I would like to say that history is hard, especially when involving art, which often requires interpretation. And I have been humbled by this project. I thought it frivolous at first. I thought this was an opportunity to simply explore some of the side stories. But in fact, it seems much more important than that. So what I have compiled are some of my other notes along the way about interpretations as well as meanings. First off, because history is hard, I would ask all of you, and those few in attendance today, you are generally of the ages of five and six, I suppose I'm serving as a sort of day-sitting for you, for your parents. Hopefully those who are recording, or listening to the recording or watching the recording of this at home with your parents, perhaps, or repeat it with them. We'll have more service of this. But because history is hard and there are gaps and art is sometimes subjective or impenetrable or well-meaning or has sub 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 cutaneous descriptions I would ask that when you do your art and I should suggest that all of you should do some art you write about it as well put that somewhere near that art so it can be found so that future historians like myself will take what you have written as a guide as suggestions and probably throw it out anyway. You see, so much is revealed in the art that may not be seen by the artist. Nonetheless, 
having that baseline would be important, would be useful. For these 12 days of Christmas, and I should point out that there is also historical timing issues, there's no definitive calendar matchup between what we use as the Arkship's standard time and what was once planet-bound. It's much more accurate and much more sophisticated. One time zone rules the entire ship. Imagine the time in on a on a globe so large that you would have different times perceived on different parts of the world it's in, in unfathomable from our perspective but while these things do not align it should be said that the 12 days of christmas sometimes followed christmas in fact as numerous interpretations that it would would be intended to follow Christmas and twelve mystery days to follow each day and perhaps celebrating a different figure of history or of religion or of power. And so in that vein, from this point forward, being the first day of Christmas, I would suggest for the next twelve days that each of you in your journals Write down someone you are honoring for that day. It could be someone of fame and power, the Admiral, for example, or some of the chief scientists, or it might be someone personal to you, your parents, your relations, your teachers, even your friends, although I suspect that your friends, being of similar ages to you, have not impressed you nearly so much. Sometimes they should. So each of those 12 days take to heart one of those people and consider what gift they might represent. Are they a lord a-leaping or a piper piping? Or better yet, something much more meaningful of your age. Perhaps they are a maintenance working or a, a teacher teaching or perhaps a... A guide guiding, or something more frivolous, if you prefer, something that means something to them, and perhaps to yourself, or your, your interpretation of them. Each day ask yourself, why did I add them to my list? Sometimes we do not deeply examine our own feelings, our own reasons. We should examine our reasons. Not to dissect it, but to embrace it. Not to dismiss it, but to truly come to terms with it. And through understanding why we value others, understanding also what we value. And then ask yourself, compare yourself to the person you placed on that pedestal for that day, and say... Would I be on someone else's list of twelve? Why or why not? Should I be? Why would I want to be on someone else's list of twelve? Then, if you do have a true love, something which has evaded me, but something I consider important, even if it's never happened for me, 
But if you do have someone, you would call your true love. An additional piece of homework for those twelve days. Honor them. Give them a silly rhyme. Or a meaningful moment. Or reflect on why they are the top of your list. And tell them. Just as I suggested, you should write down your reasons for art so the future historians do not have to start from nowhere. Your true love should not start from nowhere either. Give them metaphors and magic. Give them pieces of your heart or your art. Give them moments where they are the only thing in your world. I am concerned. We have, as a people, become too practical. There are concerns about keeping the ark ship moving. There are many practical things we need to do to keep society functioning, to keep our energy and atom supplies well stocked, to make sure that the ship flies properly and that we eventually reach our far destination. But in all of that, there is a need for art, there is a need for reflection, there is a need for silliness and metaphor and imagination. Christmas is a good reminder of all of this. Too often it itself falls victim to that practicality, or somehow turns on itself in terms of a ludicrous reflection. But if we keep it properly, I think it will serve us well and keep our humanity strong. I wanted to say these few words as I go on a twelve-day sabbatical myself to contemplate what my list is, who is on it, what might be on it. But to all of you who might hear this, now or into the far future, Merry Christmas from John Christopher Kringle, paleotechnologist and archaeo-literature specialist. And perhaps next year I will know more and maybe I'll tackle another rhyme or riddle, just in time for Christmas. Fare thee well. We'll speak again. <laughs>